What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Kaidan Kai, where we read a story about the supernatural every week. Today's story, When Nene Disappeared, is by Joyce Chung, and it is her take on the Southeast Asian version of a vampire. It's really interesting to compare the iconic European vampire, Dracula, to the one presented by Joyce Chung. Hers is based on the Bontiana, which is part of Malay and Indonesian mythology. I'll tell you a lot more about the traditional Bontiana after the story, because that folklore is just fascinating. But Joyce Chung's story, how she humanizes the spirit, is just as fascinating. Joyce Chung lives in Singapore and is a published author and poet and an editor. Their alter ego, Jay Damask, writes about werewolves in Singapore. You can find the full bio and a list of their publications in the podcast description. Here is When Nene Disappeared by Joyce Chung. When Nene disappeared, everyone panicked. She simply left for her usual walk and didn't come back. Mom was beside herself with worry. My aunts basically started calling everybody, demanding, beseeching, begging for her whereabouts. Nene's memory had been slipping. It started with small things first, forgetting to put certain ingredients into her cooking. Misplacing items, mistaking names. She brushed our concern off, saying it was just old age. She hadn't joined us on our nightly hunts for months. Her joints ached, her fingers stiff. She hated flying for too long. She had been such an inspiration for the younger women, my sisters and cousins. We were a big family, yet we often got together for meals. Our blood was thick, our love was thicker. Nene would cook our favorite food, rendang, curries, even her special roja, which we must have every Saturday. Mom told us that Nene taught her and her sisters how to sing and hunt sniffing out pregnant ladies in the vicinity, looking for willing men. Mom was distraught that this era, Nene's time, was ending. It's not a sin, you know, Aunt Rashida said testily after we heard the diagnosis from the doctor. Dementia isn't a sin. It's part of getting old. People get it. 
I remembered Mom glaring at Aunt Rashida while Aunt Zadon pretended not to listen to the impending argument. We all stood outside the consultation room, digesting what we had just heard, refusing to accept reality as it was. We made sure Nene kept herself active, labeling everything in the house, encouraging her to write her favorite pantons down on paper. You know, muscle memory, Aunt Rashida again. She didn't want to go to the therapy sessions arranged by the hospital. She was that stubborn, insisting that she was fine. She must have been powerful in her youth, and beautiful too, judging by the old photographs Mom had dug out from Nene's cupboards. Elegant, with an oval face, dark, expressive eyes. Mom wanted to sort out Nene's belongings. She had bags of costume jewelry, sarongs, and kebayas. Most of them were intricate. She felt heartsick she might have to give them away. God forbid you donate them to the museum, Aunt Zayden said severely to Mom. I will hate you. But you already hate me, Mom replied mildly, without batting an eyelid. Aunt Zayden hissed and didn't speak to us for a week. Yet, Nene's disappearance united the family once more. We set out in the evening when we were the most alive, our blood coursing through our veins like fire. We started by going to the usual places Nene liked to visit. The stray cats who saw us fled the moment we appeared in the air, our hair streaming in the wind. She's been complaining how hungry she is, Mom fretted. The oldest of the sisters, she felt the heaviest responsibility on her shoulders. She hasn't had her dinner yet. The mention of dinner made my stomach growl and my thirst grow. I suddenly recalled Nene telling me how excited she was going to the newest shopping mall in our area. I had a hunch where Nene was. It was the smell of blood, the beautiful and alluring aroma that caught my attention and made me salivate all over. Women's blood, most piquant and rich. The fragrance was most potent when they bled. I let my instincts lead me to Nene. And there she was, in a cubicle, her face smeared, her teeth bloody. She had overturned the sanitary pad bin in her rush to get to food. When I saw her, she was licking the thick curds of dark blood off a pad. Her usually neat hair was wild, her eyes fierce with light. Her fingers were claws clutching the used item. Food, 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 she was muttering to herself. I didn't think she recognized me at all. Nene, please, go home, I said in a very soft voice. Mom and my aunts turned up at that moment. Their faces were aghast, shocked at the sight of Nene, their mother, reduced to such a state. Nene didn't resist when they pulled her away, gently, from the cubicle. Mom wiped her face with clean tissue paper while Aunt Rashida combed Nene's loosened hair. Aunt Zedon kept watch. Nobody said anything when we got back. Somewhere in her head, Nene was already gone. Wow. 
Ah, one thing I loved about that story was how Chung made us feel sorry for a family of violent creatures that survive by following the scent of blood and who pierce their victims' bodies so as to devour their internal organs. (laughs) Not your typical sympathetic creature, (laughs) right? And yet I felt sorry for Nene and the whole family as they were dealing with the loss of a loved one. It was also interesting to see the family interact as humans, but then to also be so dismissive of humans, like when Aunt Zayden said dementia is a disease people get. Also, that's kind of a human thing to do. So I had never come across the Bontiana. I wonder how many of you out there have heard of it. When I read about the creature, I couldn't help comparing it to the iconic European vampire, both hunt at night, but whereas the European vampire sleeps in a coffin or dirt from its own grave, the Bontiana sleeps in banana leaves. (laughs) Imagine being a banana plantation worker and coming across one of those. Although, I guess that's where the legend stems from. Aren't there bats that live in banana leaves or banana plants? So, another interesting difference is that so many of the famous vampires are male, and they suck the blood from victims, thus turning them, too, into vampires. But the Bontiana are females, women who died in childbirth, and they kill their victims by eating their insides. With European vampires, you can only kill them, but the Bontiana can be turned into a faithful wife if you manage to pound a nail into her neck. (laughs) As long as the nail remains in place, she's a perfect wife. Ah, I think a conversation about how those two stories reflect the societies that produce them would be just fascinating. So that ends today's podcast. I love to be able to inform about supernatural creatures from other cultures. Next week, though, it's a straight up ghost story. So thank you for listening today. Please like the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Ghost Japanese. And I'll see you next week.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.